Hello there and welcome to my very first episode of my very first podcast. I have been putting this on the long finger for so long now and I am not someone who normally procrastinates but when it came to this fear of failure has just crept in so much that I literally every day I had it on the to-do list I kept putting it to the next day I'm like well that doesn't really need to be done doesn't really need to be done oh I'll push it to the next day but then I took my own advice that I give to my clients and I bit the bullet and I hooked up the microphone today and I said if there's one thing you do today Narissa you're going to record the first episode of your podcast so here we are So the name of this podcast is, or so she says, okay? There's a reason why I chose this name and I'm actually going to make you wait until the very end of the podcast for you to actually listen to the reasons why I chose this name. In the meantime, I think it's really important that the first episode of a podcast is always explaining a little bit about the person's background, what they do, how they ended up where they are, because Even I think some of my clients and some people who've been following me for quite a while, they actually don't know how I ended up in this industry and what my kind of background story is. Because I think how I ended up in this industry plays like a really huge role in how I kind of coach clients and how I approach things and how fixated I am with elements of the mindset because mindset is everything. This podcast is going to touch on topics such as fitness, nutrition, mindset, yoga, meditation, overall wellness really, but also with the odd random episode about things like quantum physics (laughs) or something random that I've came across this week like I don't know ending up down a YouTube rabbit hole talking about black holes to people this week honestly anything could happen it depends on the week but mainly I'm going to focus on topics such as fitness nutrition yoga wellness mental health everything that I think is important to encompass in order to kind of look at health more from a holistic view as opposed to looking at things separately. So I'll start with a little bit about myself, my background, what I do and how I actually ended up following this career path and then I want to chat to you a little bit about, as I said, the name of this podcast, why I chose it and also a little bit more about the topics I am hoping to cover over the coming weeks, months, years, who knows, we'll see if people actually want to listen to me. <laughs> Apparently most podcasts don't actually make it past the third episode, so fingers crossed, you can let me know if you like it. So my name is Narissa Shea, I am 32 years young, I'm actually nearly 33, and I was born and raised in Ireland. I am a personal trainer, EIQ certified nutritionist, yoga instructor, sport and exercise psychology consultant, and a professional Irish dancer. I launched my business, Shea Fitness, in the height of COVID back in the beginning of 2021. Hence why my business has always been and still is predominantly online. At first this was because of COVID, but what I actually found was I preferred it. I used to work in a gym and I used to see clients maybe like 
twice three times a week and they might have a quick check-in with me maybe once a month but outside of that I actually had no contact with them and had very little clue what was going on in their personal lives so when I started online coaching I found I was actually way more involved in my clients lives we ended up having a much more personal relationship and I was able to create a more holistic person-centered approach to coaching as opposed to just telling people what to do when they came in the gym I do not just dish out generic training plans. All my clients' training and nutrition plans are tailored to them and their lifestyles. We communicate pretty regularly with our Facebook group, our Shea Fitness WhatsApp group, and then I also, a lot of my one-to-one clients have WhatsApp communication with me pretty regularly as well. So I just think it's more that the coach is a lot more involved which I think is really important because when it comes to training and nutrition and things like that often it's not that people can't do the plans it's that they struggle to integrate it into their life so that it can become a sustainable lifestyle habit as opposed to this is a six-week training and nutrition plan. So how did I end up in this career? So I've been a professional Irish dancer for over 10 years. And how I actually ended up in this industry is a bit of a strange one. And it's actually a bit backwards compared to most personal trainers. Um, Most personal trainers will get their PT qualification and then they choose to branch off into other areas like strength and conditioning, mobility training, yoga teaching, nutrition, or sports psychology. I actually started with this. So I have always been fascinated with the workings of the mind, especially when it comes to sport and exercise. So I actually graduated my BA in Irish music and dance in 2012 from the University of Limerick. Had the time of my life there. Literally, I would do anything to just go back and do them four years again. They were just so much fun. I literally met like some of my best friends. We're still best friends now. We just had so much fun and just incredible memories. But when I finished my BA, I took a break for a year, went off doing a bit of dancing work, and then I actually decided to go back and do my master's degree in applied sport and exercise psychology. Oh my God, going from a performing arts degree to a master's degree in science was rough, to say the least. I remember my thesis, okay, now this is an absolute mouthful, an investigation into the relationship between multidimensional perfectionism and motivational climate in elite adult Irish dancers. I have never been so stressed in my life. If it wasn't for the people in my life helping me with SPSS and all these systems that I'd never heard of in my life, I actually just think I would have had a full-on mental breakdown. However, I graduated, did really, really well, passed all my exams, um, and then decided, you know what, I actually haven't a clue what I want to do with this, so I'm going to go back on tour again. <laughs> Standard dancer. They go, they study, and then they go back on tour. They go and get a normal job for a while, and then they go back on tour. <laughs> So anyway, I was back touring for a few years and having a great old time and then bang, 2020 hit. Now at that point, if I'm completely honest with you, I was starting to really feel like dancing was becoming a job. I felt like I was just jumping from contract to contract and not really fully enjoying what I was doing anymore. So when the pandemic hit 
and it hit a critical point around mid-March 2020 and people who were abroad started to fly home and people were panicking and there was so much chaos in the world at this time and I think it was around the time they'd had the first case in Ireland so like of course Irish being Irish we are in this complete state of the world is going to end because we've had one case of Covid now so everything was cancelled our tour was cut short I was away in Germany at the time and actually all my work I had lined up for the foreseeable future just got cancelled and postponed my nightmare however began two weeks prior to this when I was dancing on a faulty stage in Germany and the stage actually came apart mid-dance my whole ankle buckled over of course dancer being a dancer I kept dancing (laughs) and danced to the entire end of the piece and then hobbled off stage and had to go to hospital and I wasn't sure if it was broken it didn't feel right everything was just in a blur at the time I was like my whole life flashed before my eyes when you're a dancer and your entire livelihood is dancing and all of a sudden you're looking at this foot that's ballooning up that you can't put any weight on and you're like oh my god like what am I gonna do so I went to the hospital they told me oh no it's not broken so I was delighted now they didn't speak really any English so between myself and the bus driver Jürgen we kind of were doing like this game of like guess the diagnosis (laughs) which was highly entertaining (laughs) if I was in the humor for it but I wasn't so then they were like no it's not broken it's not broken I was like brilliant and they were like but it's close to snapping so basically if I was to dance on it again and it snapped I'd be out for six months so they came put a big boot on that was that watching everyone on stage when you're sitting backstage is probably one of the most heart-wrenching things you can ever do as as a dancer or performer or anything it's just it really was really was really really tough time but I stayed on the tour and I actually took on a new role as costume lady so I was doing the costumes for the two weeks and then all of a sudden this is when COVID hit everything started getting cancelled everyone was panicking we got sent home At the time, we probably all thought, like everyone in the world, that this was only going to last like a month or two and then it'd be gone and be done. Um, So when we went home anyway, and I think like everyone in Ireland at the time, everyone was working from home. So the weather was incredible. I think the entire country was just out having barbecues every day. So even though I was on my crutches, sure, I had no work lined up anyway. So I didn't have any guilt about, you know, sitting down out the back garden with my mom and dad and my boyfriend we were just literally sitting out the back garden every night having wine and having a barbecue life was great and then after say about a week or two you know the novelty wore off and I was like okay me being me I need to go and do something now because I'm getting a little bit antsy and if this isn't actually you know going to be blown over in a month or two I feel like I should really do something productive with my time so I worked in a gym a couple of years before this. I actually was hired as a consultant, but I actually was trained in to work on the gym floor. And I have to say, like, I did love it. I loved the interaction with clients. I loved training people. I just didn't really like the fact that I wasn't that involved in the client's lives. So I just found if I didn't see a client from one month to the next, like, I wasn't able to drop them a text on WhatsApp and be like, hey, are you okay? Like, is everything everything okay? You know, is there anything I can do? Anything I can help you with? So I decided, you know, I may as well use this time to go back and do my PT qualification. 
So I actually did it all online throughout COVID. So for the first few months of COVID, I just studied really, really hard and ended up doing my exams online, which was hilarious. I was actually in my apartment in Dublin at the time. And I remember my housemate, Seamus, was being my client and it was all done through Zoom. And I was in the middle of my exam and this guy came up and like burst out of the elevator and was just like looking at us. And I thought he was going to apologize because he knew we were doing something important. And he just looked and was like, I have to fix the lift. All right. And we were like, yeah no bother anyway the examiner found it hilarious because your man was just banging through the whole thing then so I was just like you know what you just gotta get on with it (laughs) and smile (laughs) so anyway passed my exams got my PT qualification so I started training a couple of my clients who were my friends and stuff at the end of 2020. Now I was just kind of doing it more for experience just to get a couple of client testimonials under my belt and then I actually officially launched my business in 2021, January 2021 and I had like a surprisingly high amount of people sign up straight away which I was super happy with because I kind of only advertised it to you know friends and family. So I was delighted and kind of word of mouth spread and started getting a lot of inquiries. And I was like, wow, maybe this is actually something that, you know, I found that I love as much as dancing and that, you know, I'm potentially quite good at like seeing as people wanted to come back. <laughs> and to this day, I actually still have a lot of clients who signed up with me at the very start and are still with me, which I just absolutely love because it just creates such a nice community. And I was about a month or two into coaching when I realized I really need to go and get my nutrition qualification because you kind of only study the basics of nutrition in your PT course and for me to feel confident in the delivery of the nutrition side of things I just felt I needed to go and do a course so I signed up to EIQ nutrition with Amelia Thompson and Emma Story Gordon and it was just incredible like they take such a holistic approach to nutrition and it was just such a game changer like it gave me such confidence in my coaching abilities and it also allowed me to connect with an incredible community of people like the coaches I have met since I joined EIQ are just next level like they just care so much about their clients and that's exactly the type of environment I want to be in I'm never going to be a personal trainer who gives someone crazy low calories has them training six days a week like and doesn't care about anything they have going on in their lives like I am a person-centered coach through and through so getting to meet all these incredible coaches and then I went to an event this year and got to meet them in person and I was just like these are my people and I love them (laughs) So I finished EIQ, graduated EIQ, and then Narissa being Narissa was like, you know, I feel like I have the physical side of it now. You know, the physiology, the PT, I have the nutrition side of things. I felt like something I really wanted to start delving into was more the spiritual side. So I'd been practicing yoga quite consistently since the start of lockdown, actually because I got injured and I wasn't really able to do much else. And then I got hooked. So the end of 2021, I went to Bali and did my yoga teacher training. And it was just the most incredible experience ever. Like it was so tough. Like it was like six in the morning till seven in the evening every single day. 
Um, but like the people I met, the experience I had, it was just, oh, I would love to just go and do it again. I'm actually hoping to get to India to do my 300 hours now by the end of the year because it was just such a life-changing experience. And then being able to actually start teaching yoga along with my coaching is just opened up a whole other avenue. So not all my PT clients are into yoga. Not a lot of my yoga students would be into the personal training side of things. I I totally keep them separate a lot of the time. But some clients, they dip in between the two. And I think it's a very, very well-rounded thing to have with regards to the mental side of things the physical side of things and the spiritual side of things because I think it's important to encompass all three in order for something to be overall successful. So that's kind of my qualifications to date and I love it. Like I absolutely love everything I do. I love my online coaching clients. I love teaching my yoga classes. Now my yoga classes, I teach them in person because I quite like being in person to teach yoga. And I also run some workshops and stuff throughout the year as well. So it's busy. Life is busy. And from September now, it's going to be really, really busy. And I've got some really exciting things coming up. But I am also really, really trying to focus on taking some time out for myself because I found the first year I launched my business, I did not take one day off and I ran myself into the ground started breaking out in psoriasis and everything for the first time my friend was like you know that's from stress and I was like what are you talking about I'm not even stressed (laughs) so I think stress management another thing I deal with with my clients a lot in their check-ins and it's just really important to be taking the time for yourself every week so I am really really trying my best to at least take one day a week that is just for Nerissa sacred Sundays I like to call them so Before I finish up and round up my first episode, I want to talk a little bit about why I called it, or so she says. So I think even though most of the podcasts I listen to are very rooted in scientific facts and scientific studies and everything they talk about is from a scientific perspective, and I am a science woman through and through, I grew up, I loved science, I did science in school, I loved chemistry, I loved everything and I am extremely obsessed recently with quantum physics (laughs) it's my new obsession I literally listen to these things in my spare time now so that's why I said this could potentially be a topic in the months to come where I just randomly talk about quantum physics with my boyfriend because we always talk about random stuff in the car and he always says I don't know why we don't record these because these make a good podcast and I was like well we will now but even though everything you're listening to talks about specific topics and there's experts in areas and you can listen to all the experts in all the areas you want. Ultimately, when you're listening to a podcast or you're listening to anything, you are, to an extent, listening to that person's opinion of something. So when you hear me talk about things, and I will be talking about loads of topics, especially with regards to nutrition, the menstrual cycle, training, like all these different facets about them, like, oh, I I can't wait to actually just get stuck in and talk about some of the topics that are still to this day so misunderstood by people. It's 
crazy and just so many misconceptions and diet culture and anti-diet culture and all these different topics. Ultimately, when you're hearing what I'm saying over the next couple of weeks, months, years, if this is successful and you actually want to listen to me, when you listen to me, and even if I'm giving you scientific facts to back up what I'm saying, most of what I'm saying is still my view and my opinion of it. So I like to say, or so she says, so for every topic I will cover over the next while, you can say, well, Narissa said it in her podcast. And then someone's like, oh yeah, or so she says. And there you go, because it's true. And I'm really, really excited for this. I'm really excited to cover some really cool topics. Like I love when my clients come to me with kind of their problems and issues and stuff, because it gives me such motivation to talk about what I want to talk about. But this first episode was very much just an introduction. Me, my background, how I came into this industry and how I kind of coach my clients and my values and what's important to me. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, please like, please share. And I would really appreciate if you shared it with your friends and family. And if you do like it, I promise I will actually record episode two and maybe I will get by the third episode. Thank you so much for listening. Have a lovely day.